1: Welcome to this week's Man in the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, I've got Scott. Hello. How are you? Uh,
0: had a great day today.
1: Until about Probably five to eight.
0: <laughs> until about five to eight, yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my VPN went down for the whole system at work. I went down for like 10, 15 minutes this afternoon. That was a fun afternoon.
1: Was that then coming to get you? The VPN, please? No. <laughs> They caught you watching Gemma Rackington on Hollyoaks again. <laughs> uh, we've got Adam. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good, good, good. And finally, we've got uh, Emma. Hola, <laughs> caramba.
2: <laughs> Buenos nachos.
1: Buenas nachos. <laughs> bueno estente. Just <senti>.
2: understand.
1: <laughs> ados, ados mio. Dos tidos, mes amigos. Right. We are going to be talking about the Champions League games coming up over the next few days. Um talk about some of the Europa League games that have happened um and we're gonna be doing some bits and bobs of news so uh first up I'm going to start in Manchester so Manchester City versus Real Madrid Manchester City are 2-1 up from the first leg the winners play uh the winner in Juventus Leon in the quarterfinals so um Manchester City have got uh, No Aguero, who's injured, and Benjamin Mendy, who's suspended. Real Madrid have got No Ramos, who's suspended. Uh, Mariana Diaz is injured, and I've just seen tonight on Twitter that um, Zinedine Zidane has said that Gareth Bale has refused to travel. It, um, did you say...
3: That
0: isn't what I was
2: Sorry,
1: Sorry, uh, damage Rodriguez, what? Sorry, Emma?
2: He's also refused to travel.
1: Has he? Okay. Um, yep. Why is that? Before we get into Bale. Same
2: as Gareth Bale. They've both checked out of playing for real
1: madrid okay adam what are you gonna say
3: oh well, the story i read earlier said that um real madrid were only allowed to take 24 24 uh, man squad and they decided to take a suspended sergio ramos ahead of gareth bale it, i read that it was real madrid's choice not gareth bale's Okay, oh, I'm just Zidane trying...
2: Zidane made it sound like it was Gareth Bale's choice in his press conference earlier.
1: Okay. Yeah, okay, so this is according to ESPN. Zidane said he's a Real Madrid player and I respect that. He preferred not to play. That's the only thing I can tell you. That, uh,
3: that's very... Um, who, who knows what's, what's ha- actually happened but the Surely... If, like 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 Zidane said, there he's a Real Madrid player. You kind of go where you go and
1: play. What you're told, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> you'd have thought. Um, I think I just saw another article underneath that one that I just read out where Real Madrid are regretting uh, blocking that one million pound a week move Bale had to China last year. You're not your head, Scott.
0: Yeah, I was out out of Madrid after. A... Did he have a falling out with Zidane after the Champions League final or something like that? Where I think he gave a press conference, sorry, a post-match interview to BT Sport, saying that he was looking to move. The same post-match interview. Did he say he
3: scored? He said he scored the best goal in Champions League history, history and yeah. it put someone
1: else's nose out of joint. And <laughs> here we are, grown men.
3: He was,
0: he actually, I think he landed in China, and then they pulled the plug.
1: That's right. I think he did, didn't he?
3: No, they didn't pull the plug. They um, they all of a sudden demanded a transfer fee and then the China Club went ooh
0: nice <laughs> well, wages
1: mm. Um okay so City won 9 out of 12 games post lockdown uh, but they've lost 11 in all competitions this season um, they've only got 2 out of 15 clean sheets in European knockout games under Pep and Real Madrid went on that run of, sort of winning 10 out of 10 games to retain the title the momentum you would kind of think is with Madrid on this wouldn't you Emma?
2: Uh, yeah I think Uh, I really don't think Manchester (laughs) Real Madrid are not a good team they're not very good and I'm not just saying that because I'm biased, which obviously I am very biased, but they are not a good team Um, but they're very well organised and in Europe they do seem to have a lot more luck than a lot of other teams
1: Is that Franco look or real look?
2: Uh, It's UEFA officials luck.
1: (laughs) Allegedly. So, is that you think they got enough momentum to overturn that deficit, that 2 1 deficit?
2: Uh, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. But but they're not a good team. If Manchester City get at their defence, especially without Sergio Ramos in it, there is a very good chance that Man City could
1: hold on to their lead. Yeah, because Adam City don't have to attack, do they? But do, does a pep team know how to sit on a lead and play ugly and, and win in two legs?
3: The, I think the biggest the biggest chance that um, Madrid have is the fact that um, Guardiola's had about, what, a week and a half, two weeks to be in his own head. So the Champions League knockout tie he's probably going to play, like, a back three and then seven in midfield something mental like that
1: sterling at win yeah
3: Carl walker oh. up front <laughs> like <laughs> it's gonna be like that's their big i i don't they don't know how to defend no not defend they don't know how to not attack sorry so and i can't i i can't not see man city scoring scoring goals here so um as said, but i said i uh, any of the Real Madrid games I watched over since the lockdown, they've been thoroughly unimpressive. Um whereas Man City have pretty much swept all all in front of them? Really? There's how many five nil victories have they had since?
1: Yeah. Since lockdown. But can you sort of see this? Can you see? Um, okay. Okay. What would you do if you were Zidane? Would you sort of? Uh, would you? play for the first 10 minutes and keep it cagey expecting City to come on you, and then you sort of hit on a break or would you go for it from the off
3: if I was Real Madrid need to go for it go, go out here from the off I think because yeah. um, Man City this season have shown themselves to be suspect at any time to any to a sort of random calamity so if I was Real Madrid I'd be just maximising my chances of that happening
1: Okay, um, Scott. Can you see a Real Madrid Chithousery aggregate win come tomorrow night?
0: I think we all can. Yeah. Sergio Ramos celebrating on the touchline, going for John Terry. I Think, but I'm not. I'm not too sure. They do have an excellent record in Europe away from home, as I've got some stats for you. Go on. Uh, so t- since 2013-14 they've won 4-0 at Bayern 3-0 at Liverpool 2-0 at Roma 3-1 at Napoli 2-1 at Bayern again uh, 3-1 at Dortmund 2-1 at PSG 3-0 at Juve uh, 2-1 at Ajax they also won 3-0 in Paris 3-1 against Spurs 2-1 against Atleti 2-0 against Wolfsburg And then there was the, Sch- uh, the Schalke game which they almost bollocked up and went through It was on away goals
1: Yeah so they can do it. I mean, so they can uh, do it. Yeah. Oh, but but they,
3: not all of those stats are the examples of them doing it. That one of them was a winning win in, in Amsterdam in a the time they lost.
0: That was winning
1: away from home in the Championship. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they still won, Adam. Don't do <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, no, I see. What you mean. Emma, who are they going to play in defence instead of Ramos?
2: Uh, I don't know, actually.
0: Could they play Casemiro now, or would they be. He him and in, He's better.
1: In in the the yeah. The yeah. young lad. Oh, is it? F- oh, it's. F-
2: Fede Valverde.
1: Federico, yes, him. Yeah.
0: He'll play player midfield. When they play, is Nacho still there?
2: No, he moved on, didn't he?
1: Okay. So, okay, okay then. This is August. This is like you're,
2: <laughs> you're asking me like I care about Real Madrid.
1: Oh, okay. Well, you do. <laughs> you do, care. You only care that bad things happen to them. You're definitely yeah, not. Amb- I don't
2: have to. I don't have to care who plays for them. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're definitely not ambivalent towards them, are you? Nacho still there? Okay.
2: Oh, is he? I thought he went on loan somewhere.
1: <laughs> Excuse me. Um. Okay. So, how would I mean? How do they break City down without conceding themselves?
2: Sudan's so quite a good counter puncher.
1: Yeah.
0: Could
2: you see? Which him? I imagine that they will counter with pace. It's
1: interesting. It's interesting. His playing style isn't how he used to play himself, is it?
2: No, not really. Um, he's quite pragmatic.
1: Yeah. Um, and Pep as well has not won a Champions League for nine years. Um, this is this season's going to be big for him. So he's he's going to feel the pressure going into this game, isn't he?
2: Do you think they'll sack him if he doesn't win it? No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> To replace Is that him just with a who? Spanish thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who can I, they replace him with?
3: I do I do think that we are the the chance of seeing some sort of revolutionary new formation are relatively high. <laughs> <laughs> well like a three three I don't know, the world's fast one. two goalkeeper formation. Yeah.
0: He did he he did a three three four against Chelsea a couple of years ago which Torres scored right at the end. That was quite fun to watch.
1: I'm calling it as Gavi Jesus uh, false nine.
0: Because he's a
3: wide forward, isn't he? Uh, honestly. Who, knows?
1: <laughs> Who knows what goes on in that man's head? All right. Well, look, we'll go on to the next game then, which is uh, Bayern Munich versus Chelsea. Um, Bayern Munich winning 3-0 from uh, the first leg. The winners play the victors of Barcelona versus Napoli. Benjamin Pavard is out uh, with a knee injury. Uh, Hold but- on.
3: However, How How How
0: oh, no. we'll continue playing the centre-back. This time's oh. over, isn't
1: it? Well, it's, it's done. It's, it's not. Done. We've got to fill a, we've got to fill <laughs> a podcast, guys. Uh, for Chelsea, Alonso and Jorginho by suspending, Pulisic, Aspilicueta, Pedro and Ruben Loftus-Cheek are all injured. Uh, Adam, you described him as um, Tim Sherwood with GCSEs last week, which is just fantastic. <laughs> I've been chuckling at that to myself all week long. Um... He needs, if he's not going to win the tie, because 3-0 is obviously uh, ridiculous to overturn, he needs a positive result in this game, doesn't he? After last week's cup final. Does he
3: need a classic Arsene Wenger... First knockout round of the Champions League. You've already lost. you lost five now at home to buy to Bayern Munich. Can you go and win four nil?
1: Well, no. I'm guessing if they get a good result. So if they, if they win sort of two nil or something in Bayern, or if they sort of win two one or something like that, um, he's had the bad result, the cup final. Um, does this put everyone back, sort of Frank, back in everyone's good books again? If he does something like that, I don't
3: understand. But the problem is that. We're here saying the tie's over, and I'm not not, not going to disagree with anyone claiming that. But is the problem not that any sort of anything resembling a good result is enough to make them then nearly men, so it isn't quite a good enough result?
1: Yeah, but that. He, if, you know, I mean,
3: if, if they go and win two 0 are people going? People aren't going to go. oh, well done! You won two 0 It's going to be. Didn't quite overturn him.
1: No, I don't think they will. I think he's sort of some sort of media darling, and it'll be like plucky Frank and his brave boys didn't quite overcome that sort of ruthless German machine. And isn't he a great manager after all? And I, I, he's not had the hardest of times in the press. And I think a glorious defeat will um, play into that a little bit. Should he get one?
0: He should have had a hard time in the press because his season hasn't been great, has it?
1: No, so, I mean, ch- qualifying for the Champions League, you reckon that's the bare minimum he should have done, is it, Scott?
0: Yeah, which he did. Um, actually, on the last day of the season against Wolves, which they, they almost copped up throughout the season because they lost stupid games, didn't they? And he, he's had that in his tendency to do that with Derby last season. Look what happened. They, they thought they won the the playoff final when they beat Leeds and then got done by Villa. I just think he's been given an easy ride where other managers in the league haven't.
1: Yeah. What do you reckon? I mean, is this all? Is this is all done, is it? And is it just basically how Chelsea perform in this second leg, or can you see anything different?
2: Uh no, it's it's over. Um, can they even really save face? Is a 2 0 win like good enough to say, well, at least we didn't lose both legs? Is that is that gonna be good enough for anybody?
1: I think so. Well I think it would be yeah. I think it'd be good enough should it be? It's not one well, no, I don't think it should be. And I don't know whether Roman Bramber should think the same thing, but um I think it would be good enough for him to get more sort of goodwill from fans and certain sections of the press for the time being. I think he's gonna he, to have... does he need that though. I don't think he needs it, but I think he's gonna have to do an awful lot wrong to lose all that. Um what would you do if you were buying, uh, Scott? Would you um, would you sort of send all your first team squad out? Because they've not played for a little while, have they? No,
0: when was the last game? Mid June?
1: Yeah. So would you, you're you pretty much guaranteed to be through anyway. Do you sort of play a few reserves and then no reserves?
0: I think Hansi we... Click will put his strong side out. I think he wants to lay a marker down for this mini tournament that they're playing, and practically they've got. of it through to the next round barring an absolute miracle Um, yeah I would just put a stronger side out and just lay down a marker
1: yeah what would you do Emma?
2: have they been playing friendlies like
0: BSU did? I'm not sure I think they have maybe some inter friendlies like inter squad friendlies but I'm thinking that he'll put the
2: first team out and just go for it I I guess if they've not been playing friendlies and it's been a long time since their um, last competitive match that they'll need to play their way back into some sort of rhythm, maybe. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, Right, we will move on to the next game, which is uh, Barcelona versus Napoli. This is (laughs) 1-1. Nope. Nope. Go on, chest out, shoulders back, say it. Nope. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so Barcelona 1, Napoli 1. This is at the Camp Nou. Uh, um, it's 1-1 one, on aggregate for the first leg, so this is at the Camp Nou. Uh, and Manilas is out for uh, Napoli. Um, Insignia is a doubt. He uh, was the Capacaniere, wasn't he, Scott? That was Immobile. Immobile, sorry. I will get those two confused. Um, How can you? One's like 6-1 one, and the other one's about 5-4. Will they start and end the same? Sure. Immobile... Insignia, you know. It's all on a peninsula down there, isn't it? Just
3: those those foreigners ending their names in bows.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. What well, could called like, like Smith?
3: Bre- <laughs> sounds
1: like a Brexit supporter right there. Sounds it, isn't it? <laughs> um okay, so yeah, uh Insignia if he doesn't play will be a huge miss, wouldn't he? Scott appears be in downtown Baltimore, but I'm sure he can answer the question. <laughs> no, I just, I put myself on mute. OK. Like a good boy. Um, yeah, he would
0: be. Um, they'd probably either switch Mertens to the other side and probably pick Politano, but is probably one of their, been their best attackers. Uh, if they stick Arcadius Miller up top, Barcelona defenders will have a field day against him because he's been playing like a lamppost for the most of the season. I
1: was going to say, when I've watched him, he doesn't seem very mobile, does he? No, he's not. Um... He's had t- to be honest, he's had two
0: crucial knee injuries. he's done really well to come back from that but the style of football that Gattuso has been playing this uh, this season and post lockdown uh, he doesn't really fit them they've just signed Victor Osman for next season for a shitload of money and then um, I think if they had him in this side for for Saturday's game it could be a different story
1: I was listening to the Athletic podcast um, this morning and James Warncastle was talking about the fact that maybe um, Gattuso is seen as this sort of Beat your chest and shout at the players to get the most out of them. But maybe, but Horncastle thinks that he's probably a little bit more pragmatic than that and he can get the best out of his players and play uh, a multitude of different styles. you reckon that's right?
0: Yep, spot on. He's been playing 4 uh, 3 this season. They look more solid at the back. I would have thought that Costa last when he left Roma to join Napoli uh, last summer, he would have been one of the best defenders in Serie A with Koulibaly. Them two have not been playing well together. So, uh, Maximovich will probably play instead of him but yeah they've looked really solid defensively and in midfield um, they've been quite wasteful up top but I think when they have men for next season they will be a different story
1: yeah so the midfield they've got Mario Ruiz haven't they um, and... Fabian Ruiz, Fabian Ruiz.
0: Mario, Mario Ruiz the left back
1: that's right that's the one that Kirsten can't stand Um <laughs> Yeah, I can understand why
0: he's got a <laughs> face you wanna punch. He, uh, he will be a he will be a player who will cough in another player's face.
1: Yes. Um Alan as well. He's um he's been uh, on the Alan
0: Alan's been uh is a good player, but I think he uh, no, he definitely had a bit of a falling out with Gattuso because his his intensity levels dropped in training. Um will demand hundred and ten percent from all of his players. In training and in the game, so if your intensity drops, you're out of squad.
1: Yeah. Napoli need to score, do you reckon they can at them?
3: Well, you... who, what Barcelona are going to turn up? Well, I mean,
1: Busquets and Videla suspended, then out, uh, Griezmann's a doubt, and at the back, Lengley and Umtiti are also doubts as well, so they've got defensive issues. Yeah. We'll have
2: defensive I... issues if they were fully fit. <laughs>
0: Okay. <laughs> also, a shock that man Dembele is still out injured.
2: Uh, he's back in training.
1: Give it time.
3: It time?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that hamstring is going to twang again. All right,
1: all right I'll come to you, Emma, because um, you've got a vested interest in this. So, Lena Messi said we have to improve massively or we'll lose to Napoli, which is, you know, it's a statement of the bleeding obvious. But he didn't end the season <laughs> particularly well, did you?
2: No, he we through the legal way basically after the restart he's not wrong though is he
1: no no the obvious employer for that sort of tactical <laughs> <He> <laughs> might, is he
3: good because well, he's still well, making well. all the decisions anyway
1: yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs>
3: um I'll, I'll, I'll take the team that has leo messi on over the team that finished seventh in the in the italians italian top flight
0: they were all about 14th at christmas Still 7th though, isn't it? And them won the 1 the cover
1: Italia. <laughs> well, can you see him scoring, Scott? Before I come to Emma and she can have a sort of existential crisis.
0: I, I can. To be honest, I can see them scoring. But they are very wasteful. So they will have a goal, a couple of goal chances, which will probably just flash wide or Mark andre to stake and will pull off a 1 to save like he has done.
1: Yeah. Mertens is fit, isn't
0: he? Yeah, Mertens will probably play.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh Emma, right, come in. Lie down, we'll be your Sigmund Freud's.
2: <laughs> Please don't analyse me.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you reckon is gonna um, happen?
2: Can I see Napoli scoring? Yes, because we will help them.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so use a mean defense alongside PK then.
2: Long lane?
1: He, he might be a doubt if he doesn't play if he even and T don't play.
2: Then um uh, oh God, um Well, Sergio Roberto could play there, I guess. Um, I wouldn't blame that, but you could. Uh, We could play um, the young guy from Uruguay, Araujo, Mm -hmm. who's pretty good. Uh, But he's like 21 and has played two games for us. So chucking him into a Champions League match might be a bit much. Um, Yeah, that's not my main... Look, I always expect us to defend really badly because it's what we do. Um, the main concern for me is midfield. Yeah. And not having Vidal or Busquets.
1: What would you do there then if you were set him?
2: He doesn't really have much of a choice. He's going to play Diong Rakitic, and hopefully. Not Sergio Roberto, but probably Sergio Roberto.
1: So he's play central defence and midfield, is he? Sergio Roberto's played about three different
2: positions. <laughs> yeah, he'll fill in like at right back as well. <laughs> but no, he'll probably play at our job. Well, I think Langley will make it. So I, I don't... I think it'll be Piquet and Langley.
1: OK. And um, then up front, if Griezmann's a doubt... Sergio
3: Roberto. Sergio Roberto. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. That'd be Suarez, he Messi and bad. Fatty, would it?
2: Uh i'd really like to see ricky butch somewhere in there but uh that's probably a bit of an ask as well um but yeah it'll probably be you know it'll be messy suarez and greaseman when it should be
1: fatty is Braithwaite still there yep so he's he available. not well. joined
2: west ham contrary to reports
1: oh really um so yeah so he's available he was
3: important vital signing he (laughs) was he scored like
2: two goals
3: and who got relegated
1: (laughs) i'm not i'm not sorry they've gone i pay a lot of money for my premier sports subscription and i really don't want to see them again
2: (laughs)
0: you're missing out on
1: the best mascot in world football uh, that's that Lisa Simpson one up in uh, Scotland isn't it <laughs> the one party. that
2: was like the angry son from Super Mario 3
1: uh, um, West Brom had a boiler,
0: boiler. <laughs> boiler. <laughs> the leg have got Super Pepino
2: he's the best
1: uh, well that sounds like a winning team I mean albeit Sergio Berto has got to do quite a lot of work Adam but you know he can cheer up you? <laughs> <laughs> he's got Bridget the legs to do it though that's the thing <laughs>
2: We thought we had a winning team going to Anfield.
3: And Sergio Roberto scores important Champions League winning
0: tie, yes. winning
2: as well. Once. Once he did, and he's living off it.
3: Well,
0: wouldn't you? Yes. <laughs> Didn't Barcelona thought they had a winning team going to Rome as well?
2: We did, yeah. We think we've got a winning team every season, but we've not won the Champions League for five years. And will it be six? Yes. <laughs> if we beat Napoli, there's absolutely no chance we're gonna beat Bayern Munich. Uh, we listeners listen listen we're not a chance in hell.
1: Listen as we record this on a video and Everton and Swindon fan um Adam and Scott got this world's smallest violins out when they said they were gonna win the Champions League, so you don't have to say it. <laughs> <what you do. laughs>
2: Adam's wearing a Boston shirt as well. I mean
3: but I'm not complaining about the screen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Scott, cheer her up.
2: It's a first-world problem, I know.
0: The damage is done, and I guess I'll be leaving. You know, Barcelona will probably
2: <laughs>
1: scrape through. This has got Lionel Messi grabbing the game by the scruff of the neck and dragging them through, kicking and screaming, hasn't it? This, I reckon, this is going to be like three-one on aggregate, or two one on the night.
3: By kicking and screaming, this much like much like the Chelsea game has got for me has got Lewandowski scoring in the first ten minutes and just. <laughs> <running>. <laughs> <laughs> Wasting the next eighty into turning it into nothingness, like yeah, just Messi just turning up and just tw- after twenty minutes of having scored two and met set up a third, and everyone wondering and what the fist was.
2: Goal of, you know, it's, it's great.
3: Cling to that. Cling to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. So, so nil,
0: nil, nil after eighty minutes, and Messi scores two while at the end.
2: That'd be nice. Realistically, though, do you think? that we have even the slightest chance of being Bayern Munich oh.
3: yes mm, no no well we just talked about how when, how Bayern Munich haven't played triple for
2: yeah I feel like you're trying to curry favour with me stop that
1: <laughs> he's up wearing a Barcelona shirt and saying oh, they're going to be Bayern Munich <laughs> <laughs> yeah come on and You got a paella there as well <laughs> <laughs> and, the the str- and a straw donkey <laughs>
3: I, I think there's a, ch- a chance. Like, I don't think Bayern Munich have been this uh, team that's crushed
1: everyone before them in Germany. Just, They've won their last like, 17 well games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that suggests they have. <laughs> but,
3: but, but We know that they have. I suppose they, they haven't been dominant all season, right? Maybe we can put that down to a change of manager and perhaps that makes my point slightly moot. But there's that, that huge... Gap. I'm not going to give them any credit for being three up against Chelsea. <laughs> it's
1: a moot point. cow's opinion. It doesn't matter.
2: Messi's been in Ibiza for two weeks.
1: What why you... You were you there? He
2: isn't... I didn't go to Ibiza.
1: Where did you go? Oh, you yeah, to New didn't you? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. There are islands off the south coast of they're Spain. Not the same.
3: <laughs> Please don't say they're saying.
2: Uh, what was what was
3: Messi I'm doing in Manumission? <laughs> <laughs>
1: San Antonio Bay. <laughs> He's got glow sticks.
2: No, yeah, no, we haven't played for a while either.
1: No, you uh, haven't. When was your last yeah, game?
2: The question
3: wasn't, do I think you will beat them? It was, <laughs> do I, all I had to do was say you had a chance, and apparently that was the worst thing in the world. <laughs>
2: yeah, but it's 00.1% of a chance. <laughs> zero is still a percent. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They only had point one of a percent at Drift in South Africa, and they still won that. Do you remember Zulu, Michael Kane
2: No, because I was, I'm, I'm not that old.
1: Okay, I've, I've heard.
3: This, of th- I've heard this, of when, f- this is when someone needs to turn into C three and be like, "Don't tell me the, tra- don't tell me the percentage the chances of anything."
1: <laughs> I remember something. Well, I don't remember it, but I've heard of something called World War Two, and I wasn't around for that, so I didn't know whether you were aware <laughs> of something called Zulu, the film with Michael Caine in.
2: That was even before that.
1: It was. Um, OK, so yes or no here, uh, Adam or Barcelona are going to win this tie.
3: Which one? Because I got in trouble for saying that the... <laughs> they're going to win a tie. Earlier. The tie against Napoli. Uh, yes, they will win this tie. Scott? Yes, they will scrape through.
1: Uh, Emma? Yeah... <laughs>
2: Reluctantly. I will say that we will.
1: All right. Fair enough. Right. And the last round of 16 is uh, Juventus versus Lyon. Um, it's taking place at the J Stadium, but Leon are 1-0 up from the first leg. Um, What's
0: the J Stadium? It's not called
1: that no more. Isn't it? What's it called now? Alliance. The Allianz Stadium. That's confusing. Why can't they all be called something different?
2: <laughs> Old man yells at cloud.
1: Yeah. Well, good job I'm not a coach driver and taking a team to St James's Park. I could go to either Exeter or Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle. And they're, <laughs> they're quite far away from each other.
3: Uh, Exeter's the nicest stadium. So what, are you suggesting here that there's a chance that, that, that the on team turn up in Dublin?
1: <laughs> yeah. Or, or, yeah. Or Munich, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Do you would... really
2: believe that those Liverpool fans went to... Gendt. Instead of going to Ghent when they yes. should have gone, <laughs> yeah. like that wasn't some elaborate setup for social media fame.
1: It definitely was, wasn't it? Definitely was. Um, we're just going to board this plane. Better phone a journalist from the Sun. Well, <laughs> yeah. Not the Sun. Not the Sun. No, by the Sun. The sun. <laughs> Baby mirror. <laughs> uh, Juventus got Douglas Costa and um, doubts over Paulo Dybala, which is quite a key thing, isn't it, it's got...
0: Barry he's been the MVP this season
1: yeah um, and, he
0: won, and he won award for it did he he won the most valuable play in Serie A
1: so is he like the Jordan Henderson of Serie
2: A <laughs> Jesus Christ
1: that'd be a yes then <laughs> will it
2: <laughs> is that the award that they made up for Cristiano to win last season
0: yeah and he was probably the tenth best player in the league
1: well, last he season or this didn't
0: season? Win it this last, season. He's, he's probably been the tenth best player in this in Serie a this season. Are you saying he's past it? I'm not I mean, saying he's past it. still quite high. I'm not saying he's past it, but Dibala is a more functional player in the Juventus side. I don't think I've seen Ronaldo have fi- probably five good games to Juventus this season. Yeah. And Sa- he, just keeps, he, di- he just keeps scoring from twelve yards.
1: Is Sarri under pressure? Is um, is Serie title enough, or Juventus hierarchy want to go deep, deep, deep they in this competition? They
0: want to win the Champions League. They've been two finals in the first, and sorry, in the last five years, and they haven't won it since Rome '96, when they yeah. drew with Ajax and won on penalties. and... They've been to two previous finals before that against uh, Real Madrid in Amsterdam, and probably the worst ever Champions League final in Manchester.
1: Jordan and Henderson went to that game.
2: Is this podcast sponsored by Jordan? <laughs> H- yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, if only he could come on and everything. Why? But didn't
3: they, they won. Didn't, didn't they lose to Dortmund in 2007 as well? Uh, 97. 97. Yeah, sorry.
1: 97.
0: So yeah. Sorry. so yeah, they've been to the final five times and haven't won it since they. They last won it. They want to win it.
1: Yeah,
3: they've okay.
0: invested a lot I mean, of money to win it.
3: That's worse than Emma's complaint. But I still feel like a little. That deserves a little tiny violin
1: as well. <laughs> we
3: only made it to the Champions League final five times.
1: Twice in the last five years. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we haven't made it to a final since that time. <laughs> you can hear the depression. You can hear the depression in the- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm sure Tom and Greg Portsmouth fans will be um, sort of terribly oh, sympathetic. They've
2: got they've got their problems. I've got my problems. <laughs> oh, 90,
1: really? 99 problems, but League 1-8-1. <laughs> They'll probably end up losing to
0: Swindon next season, which will make
1: me laugh. Um, yeah, so Sarri's obviously under a bit of pressure. And Juventus conceded 40 goals in the league this season as well, which is an awful lot, isn't it, for um, yeah. a champion?
0: And they've had the worst defeats this season, numbers-wise, since I think it was early mid, early two thousand yeah. and ten, mid two thousand and ten eleven. But it's back. yeah. But he's pretty much hobbling. It's going to be Delict and Bonucci. Oh, not Rigoni. Well, if you saw him in the last couple of games of the season, especially against Roma, he was not being good.
1: Okay, fair enough. Um, Adam. Uh... Memphis Depay, uh, he scored five goals in the uh, Champions League group stages. He had the injury at Christmas, which everyone thought would keep him out for the season. Uh, he's come back. He played in the French League Cup final against PSG the other week, where you've Juvent- uh, um, where Lyon did all right. Um, they got a good forward line, haven't they? They got Dembele, who's important. They got and Adelaide, uh, Aron Traore, got Memphis as well. So, they're not out of this, are they?
3: No, but they're winning the tie, Chris. They are. They're ahead on aggregate. They're definitely not out of it. Be really no, sorry. Harsh to, I asked yeah, to describe them as out <laughs> of it with, with, with a one 0 lead. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. Sorry, I was just so excited about saying all these names to you that you may not have heard of. Um,
0: who's who's Armand Trioli? Is it Bertrand Trioli? That's what I said. You said Armand Trioli. No, it's, it's Armand
1: Arman Van Helden and Bertrand <laughs> Um Yeah, so they got they got a good forward line, haven't they? It's just he got sort of Jason Denayer at the back and Anthony Lopez, who's okay as a keeper.
3: Scoring goals in France isn't a high watermark, though, is it? No. It's almost like scoring goals in Holland, which we talked about last, <laughs> last week.
0: That's blasphemy for saying Anthony Lopez is a good keeper.
3: Yeah?
0: Oh, sorry, an okay keeper. He's probably one of the best keepers in France.
3: Uh, I think Again, my... how high of a watermark is that? <laughs>
0: I know it's Liga, and everyone calls it the Farmers League. Everyone from the Premier League calls it the Farmers League. I, I like Liga. Like Liga like a very good league.
3: Yeah. But where do you live? Uh, Swindon. No, <laughs> Chris.
1: <laughs> no, I like Liga. Liga pretty good, fun to watch. Um, no, you're right. I was probably I was probably doing, being a bit so harsh. Compe-
3: so competitive. That's what I like about it. You never know. You never know who's going to win the league from season to season.
1: There are some very good games in it. I mean, to be fair, we just had a team win the league by 18 points over here, haven't we? Happens all the time, though, didn't it? Uh, how far... OK, we can... are we going to have a League 1 debate? Or a League under? No. Debate?
0: PSG have won it um, almost every year, apart from one, since 2012 when... or
1: 2013. Yeah, 2013? I mean, well, no, twice, because Montpellier won as well as Monaco, didn't uh, they? Yeah, it was 2012. Um, but yes, no, there's some good fixtures down there. Marseille are always good fun to watch. Uh, I probably did did do Anthony Lopez a bit of a bum deal there. He is better than OK. Uh, he just didn't have a great game last week in the cup final. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get close to any of the penalties. He was just nowhere near them. So, yeah, OK. Um, yeah, so a lot depends on how Memphis comes back, doesn't it?
0: It does. Um, because he's been playing a lot up front on his own hasn't he in the, under Rudy Garcia he's put him as a central striker yeah along with Dembele
1: well, Dembele and him haven't shared game time a lot have they
0: no Um I will be watching this tomorrow I look forward to
1: is it Bruno gimarash in midfield mm. I might watch this one actually tomorrow of all of them should be quite good fun to watch this one Um. Do you know what? I'm going to... Accept, because Juventus lost three out of four. I know they won the Serie A in that time. But I'm going to stick my neck out on this one. I'm going to go for Lille. Still who've played one,
3: one game since March... One competitive game since March.
1: They have. But I always get the feeling that Sari is some sort of South African batsman.
0: I will tell you, Juventus have been pretty poor since lockdown. Yeah. They did lose to callery AC Milan, Roma
1: drew against Ascoli. they
0: were
3: two nil up in that game as well. Yeah, I just, I just think that the competitive disadvantage that cancelling the league has put the French teams at just means that they don't really stand a
1: chance. I mean, they have had a competitive game since they come back uh, and since Serie A's finished, but I know what you mean, um, Emma. Yeah, what do you reckon? Sorry, well, I've Adam.
3: seen t- I've seen teams play after the community shield and still be rubbish. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Um, Emma, what do you reckon?
2: I think that Juventus will Cristiano Ronaldo penalty their way to win. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: This has got yeah, okay. This has got Anthony Lopez getting sent off instead of Buffon this time cause...
0: <laughs> this has got vibes of the Atletico game. Yeah. In la... Was it last March? where Ronaldo's
1: called a hat-trick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. OK, let's move on then. We don't want to hear happy things about him. Uh, OK, so uh quarterfinals next week. We'll have a little chat about them. Um, Atalanta versus PSG. Um, no Cavani, of course, because he's left. Same for Munier, who would be a pretty big loss as well. Uh, Mbappe is, I don't think he's ruled out, but he's a huge doubt, isn't he, after the game against Senat in the other week. And that did look very nasty on his ankle. I
0: don't think Cavani's been left out I think he's been put in their squad
1: oh okay UEFA website you said he was
0: out okay I saw something else the other day that he's actually in
1: okay in or out like a hokey Um Ilicic as well would be missing for Atalanta weren't Won't he
0: yeah it's got I think there's there's been some really strange rumours about this and it, it is rumours compassionately isn't it yeah it's been compassionately over over there's, there's, there's a billion stories of why he's out He's gone back home. Play with two number 10s behind the battering of Duvan Zapata. Yeah. Um, Atalanta at- have tired quite a lot. This Serie season post-lockdown has been an absolute slog. It's six weeks and it's like 13 rounds of fixtures. a game every three days and they sort of tired and wilted at the end of the season. But I think with a week and a bit of break... We're
1: probably doing good. Yeah, I think so as well. They were sort of broken, weren't they? Um Emma, the draw the side of the draw that PSG are on, um, pressure's on them now because they they've not really got any of the other big teams on their side, have they? So um pressure's on them to do well in this this half of the competition. Um Tuchel really has to do something, doesn't he, this season?
2: Yeah, and they've this is what they want, isn't it? This is what the that whole project's about. Yeah. Um I don't want good things to happen to them. Nope. <laughs> I, I just I just don't want good things to happen to them. Um but I think they will be massively disappointed if they don't make it to the final.
1: Yes, for the position they are in now, yeah. Yeah. I but think so.
2: they are at a disadvantage, aren't they? Because they haven't played a long well what, they played only one competitive game the cup final?
1: They had a game against Senatian as well so they played Okay. a couple of games. You know sometimes in Wimbledon um, you uh-huh. have a couple of big seeds go out in the early rounds don't you? One side of the draw and then it pretty much opens up for one guy to get yes. through to the final and then you know the other side of the draw has got like Nadal and Djokovic and Murray and Federer uh, and one <laughs> side it's just got one guy sort of ploughing like Stan Wawrinka ploughing his way through the other side or something so it reminds me a little bit of that
2: yeah. Does have that feeling
1: about
2: it. Yeah. Um is Mbappe fit? He isn't, is he?
1: The doubt they reckon. It, it, when he injured himself, they said three weeks.
2: It was bad, wasn't it?
1: It wasn't horrible, wasn't it? It was really, really nasty. Um Adam, what do you reckon to this game?
3: I I still think that PSG don't have a chance. Okay. Uh No without Mbappe and with Um, so little football I just think that Atlanta will capitalise and I don't just call them
1: he did
3: (laughs) what was that did I call them Atlanta instead of Atlanta
1: he did don't worry you're you're editing aren't you oh
3: yeah a good point crisis over
1: (laughs) see that Emma that's a real crisis
3: no one will ever know (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah I'm going to look forward to that but we're just so, there's like a little silence and it just go Atalanta <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mr Black <laughs> <The> Denver Broncos <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> fair, fair. and the last final is um, RB Leipzig versus Atleti um, literally all I've written for this is how will RB cope without Timo Werner um, that's a good and, question sorry?
2: that's a good question
1: I think I thought so as well. you got your thumbs down, Adam. No, not not to the question.
3: That was, that was the answer.
1: Yes, yeah, sorry. I, I thought that was... Yeah, I think, think so I, as well.
3: I
0: think they all struggle, but they've got Patrick Schick, who... <laughs> I know you're <laughs> pulling a <the> face. <laughs> five goals in two seasons for Roma. Prolific. Not great. Not great. The system didn't really suit him. It not a good sign-in for Roma, but... It seems to have found a home in Germany and Nava's is a very very good progressive coach. This should be a very very good game.
1: Is it a sort of meeting of two cultures? Yes. Yeah.
0: Attack, attack versus very defensive. Okay. Not Actually Emma would you say Simeone's football still quite defensive?
2: Uh, it's got a bit less defensive but for the majority yes.
1: So, who are we going for in this one? Atleti. Yeah? I think we're all nodding our heads at that. Just. Okay. Well, look, that brings us to the end of our Champions League preview. Uh, Some games that happened in the Europa League, uh, Wednesday night, Manchester United beat Lask. we're
0: not not talking about that,
1: (laughs) are we? Manchester United beat Lask 2-1 at Old Trafford, 7-1 on aggregate. Uh, United had to come from behind. Um, as last took the lead with a, a Weisinger uh, curler from the edge of the area. That was a lovely goal if anyone uh, needs to go and see that. Um, Jesse Lingard equalised just afterwards and the late Anti Martial winner uh, Inter beat Getafe 2-1. Uh, goals from Romelu Lukaku and uh, Christian Eriksen with Getafe missing a penalty at 1-0. And that was like a proper miss. this. Didn't even hit the goal. It was sort of dragged horribly wide. Um, games tonight, Scott. Sorry. What happened?
0: Didn't happen.
1: Okay, so. Honestly,
0: honestly, Robert didn't turn up. They were dreadful.
1: So you lost 2 0 to. Um... Sevilla. Sorry? Sevilla. Sevilla. Yeah. You lost 2 0 to Sevilla, didn't you? Uh, it? Yeah, and it just looked. I've just got no idea how it looked. It just looked like you. It's not like you couldn't find a breakthrough. You just didn't sort of look that interested.
0: I wonder if fatigue has played a part in that because they have been playing a lot of football recently. But yeah. it, they, it honestly, look it, it looked like men against boys. And um, as I said off pod, whatever Lucas Acabos has been taking, in, whatever Sevilla has been given, I mean, he looks like a different player to what I saw in Serie A about eighteen months ago.
1: He kind of ran the game against Barcelona as well, didn't he? Emma, a few weeks ago.
2: He did. He's had an excellent season.
1: Yeah. Also, uh, Kunde
0: and Diego Carlos, excellent centre halves, and Kunde. They... Yes, he's probably the. Oh, he's so easy on the eye and just so calm.
1: When that ball came to him at head height just before the end, he was flicked it back over the um, Jako's Jeco. head. Yeah, that was fantastic. That was cool as you like stuff. Um... I, I do think they could win it. Do you? Yes. Okay. A really good chat. Uh, elsewhere in Europa League, Bilevicus and the beaten Rangers 1 0 on the night and 4 1 on aggregate. Basel are currently uh, drawing 0 0 to Frankfurt with their 3 0 up on aggregate. And Wolves are 1 0 up against uh, Olympiacos and 2 1 on aggregate. That was a penalty by Jimenez. Uh, and in the A League today finished Adelaide United 1 Sydney FC 1. Right, so some bits and bobs of news. The Finnish League is next on the list on BBC Sport. Do you want to? Talk about that. The Finnish League. Yeah. Uh, Helsink, HJK, Helsinki won, Lati one. Yeah. Honka. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, God.
0: That's very
1: Simpsons of you. I feel like I said James sometimes on this podcast. Um, right. Okay. Some bits of bobs of this. Okay. We'll stay in Italy with Scott and. Um, uh, we'll stay in Italy, Scott, with um, a US billionaire. Dan Friedkin has sorry, my Siri went off. Uh, has bought Roma for 591 million euros. Uh, I've written here. Scott happy question mark.
0: Very happy. Why is that then? It was time. This has been going on for months and months and months. And I think if COVID didn't happen, it would have been wrapped up in March, probably late Feb, early March time. Yeah. Uh, I think the. The James Pilotta era at Roma has run its course. I think he's now looking to buy Newcastle.
1: Well, I, I've got written here I've got uh, Jim Pilotta, good, bad. Uh, so three times Serie Avril and Barcelona in the Champions League, of course, Emma, um, but no stadium was delivered. Um,
0: 3,109 f- 3, games.
1: How do you sum up his reign?
0: Since Stadio della Roma and the project was passed
1: oh really and no
0: stadium has been done now you it must, know, be,
3: must be hard though because i imagine like everything's a listed building in rome just everything
0: <laughs> the stadium the new stadium was supposed to open in 2016
1: can't the new stadium be like can't they go just go to brownfield site and just sort of renovate the coliseum
0: no there, there's been so many kickbacks and stuff going on um there has been, I think, I looked at the managers and where they finished under Pallotta, so Luis Enrique, seventh, Zenik Zen and, and Arudio Andazzoli, sixth, Rudy Garcia, tw- uh, two years in a row, finished second, Spalletti, third, and then second, Di Francesco, third, and then his next season, he finished sixth with Ranieri, and then his under Fonseca fifth and no trophies at all
1: so would you say it's been sort of six out of ten no stadium and no trophies
0: no trophies but the youth team is is, he's invested in the youth team quite a lot and they've been they've been one of the best primavera sides in Italy along with Atalanta he's done a hall of fame and there's been a lot of good players who played for Rome in the past been put in the hall of fame I think when he came in we were all looking forward to it but nothing's been delivered and he can swim in a fountain he can but the squads that he that the club has built three squads have been ripped apart for FFP reasons Mm. so it's been a mixed bag
1: okay Uh, two more things on tonight's game in Roma one no Chris Smalling Manchester United refused to let him play Uh, and secondly Zaniolo's hair was very boy band 90s with like lemon streaks, wasn't it?
0: He's a young lad, so he can do what he wants.
1: I know, I realise I sound a bit Garth Crooks and all this. Um
0: yes, you, you sound very grand sooner than Garth Crooks. Yeah. But yeah, Chris you, Morning. You're going bl- to be blaming Paul Popper
1: right? <laughs> Chris Morning wasn't allowed to play. Um, he, Paul Popper plays for Manchester United, doesn't he?
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah that would that have been It's a pill to swallow.
1: Would that have been a different result tonight, do you think?
0: I think Roma would have looked a bit more competent at the back tonight. This morning and shot in there. He's been one of the best defenders in history this season.
1: Okay. Right. We'll move on to some other bits then. So Premier League today have voted on some uh, changes of rules for next season following the COVID um, outbreak. So we are going back to three substitutions, zero drinks breaks, um full VAR protocol, which should bring us back in line to FIFA and UEFA standards, which should mean more referees running to the side of pitches to look at TV monitors while getting an earful from coaching staff, which I think we can all agree is a good thing. Um, a maximum of seven subs on the bench, and uh, players, outfield players and goalkeepers will be penalised for encroachment at penalties. Um, Adam, when do you make of these changes?
3: They're not changes. They're just well reversions. They're the are resets, right?
1: Yeah. Sorry. Go on. What do you make of this? Are you were you happy for these changes to continue? Sorry, or are you, are you happy they've gone back again? Yeah. They,
3: they, did anyone? Did anyone want to continue in a world of five substitutes?
1: <sighs> right. No. I mean, Ali said on our WhatsApp group that he was happy to, but then you know, Ali supports a big club with lots of depth. Um, my only thing about. Five subs, maybe encourages smaller teams to bring on bring along youth players, but it, I think it does unfairly weight towards the bigger teams.
3: I think you also potentially would have seen over time if we continued with five substitutes, a complete shifting in. Um, I think it would have had quite a radical effect on how the game was played. I think we would have seen far more uh, aggressive pressing strategies from clubs because you would have players you could have so many players who wouldn't need to be conditioned to last for 90 minutes it would t- turn into rugby union where it's shit. eight substitute where you're allowed eight, eight substitutions and pa- players who are calling the rest. players who were normally 20 stone and had to run around for 80 minutes don't have to do that so they can be that's why everyone can be bigger and stronger and you have these sort of issues with uh, head injuries and so on, and that becomes more pronounced. And I think, while I don't think it would affect head injuries as such in football, I do think it would change the style of play.
1: Well, anything that takes football away from rugby union, I'm I'm happy with. So I'm now all in favour of these a hundred percent. One thing I didn't mention was the um, the TV. Um, TV studios won't get access to uh, lines being drawn across the pitch at the offsides. So we're still going to get the sort of armpit offsides, um, but we're not really going to see what they're looking at. You've made a face, why is that?
3: Because I don't understand why.
1: Why they have them or why they're not going to get them?
3: Why they're not going to get them.
1: Well, it doesn't look very transparent and it's not a good look, is it?
3: But I just think it makes it makes it harder i can't imagine that that's something that's going to last very long well i can't because cause... i think i think we'll get about two weeks in and there'll be uh, a very close contentious offside decision that's maybe affected the result of the game and you're going to have managers on either side complaining that it was or wasn't an, a a it wasn't was or wasn't offside and they're then going to have to show us the lines because i think that they Clearly, use a a bit of software that allows you to take that takes into percept the depth perception of a two D image. Because sometimes that isn't sometimes those very close ones aren't aren't aren't, to me aren't clear to the naked eye without those those lines. So I feel that we're not going to be far away until they're going to have to go oh shut your moaning look here's the lines look it was right
1: and boffins at sky and match of the day are going to be able to produce the same lines anyway I imagine aren't they
3: potentially well we used to have those they used to draw yeah match of the day used to do this before the lines existed anyway right yeah
1: so you're going to get a ridiculous situation like you say where something's really really close you can't have the image Mr. TV broadcaster but then come half time or full time they'll just produce it themselves anyway yeah so it just seems
3: all bit... or worse, or worse than that You'll have Sky drawing a line in one place and Match of the Day drawing a line <laughs> in another place. Yeah, and a goal will be simultaneously on side and offside <laughs> at the same time.
1: Yeah, um, and I think the other one as well is uh, linesmen can be encouraged to keep their flags down more, which I think you mentioned on our WhatsApp group today.
3: Yeah, if you're gonna have to, if you're gonna carry on playing off with playing with VAR like this, then you may as well do that. Yeah, because as much as you can as much as you can shout uh, people will shout about playing to the whistle, I think that it's sort of uh, players can't unlearn the fact that when they see an offside flag go up that that's it,
1: it's offside. Yeah, I mean something's been drilled into them since they're five years old I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Emma, what do you reckon to these changes?
2: I am happy that they are doing away with the drinks break. Yeah. Because it wasn't really being used as a drinks break, was it? It was being used as a secondary team talk.
1: Yes. Yeah, it was really.
2: Than, and that feels a bit unfair.
1: Well, I mean, that affects both sides, doesn't it? It gives both managers yeah. an opportunity to get their point also, across their players.
2: It also um, ruins the the flow of the game. Yeah. I mean, we need them in September because it's hot here
1: gets hot here you as don't well. don't
2: really need them in October. It's well, just, they're not going to be necessary.
1: Have you seen some of the temperature readings it's from my garden? Um, what, <laughs> yeah, we have. What Emma, <laughs> yeah, we have. What Emma
0: defines as hot and what you define as hot is complete different. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, what do you reckon to the changes, Scott? Uh, I think it's better. Than
0: what Emma said is absolutely spot on. We've all watched games this right, since lockdown where since all five subs have been made, the game has lost its flow. And I've watched a couple of games and seen some stuff in the championship where uh, the the coaches and the managers have been using the breaks in, in the game for tactics, and it, they've been called out for. So I'm very happy that the changes have been made.
1: Yeah, I'm glad that that has gone. I thought it was some sort of thin end of the wedge, and I, th- I could just imagine advert breaks being introduced mid drinks breaks as well and uh, I was yeah I'm glad it's not there
0: I can crack it for Sky and what they do
1: mid-over yeah I don't like that Um, well apparently if you watch cricket um, mid-over not not mid-over between-overs sorry that's what I meant Um, Amnesty International wants the Premier League to take a um, uh, a fit and proper wants the Premier League to overhaul the fit and proper person's test or the the directors and owners test Um, he wants it hopelessly uh, sorry It said it's hopelessly unsuited, excuse me, and they have sent a, quote unquote, human rights compliant version to Richard Masters of the Premier League this course in the wake of um, the Newcastle takeover. Uh, I think it's shone a light on what the owners and directors test is and the kind of people we're attracting to the Premier League. Uh, You're making a rueful face, Adam.
0: I say, and the football league, because we've had some very dodgy owners in the football league as well.
1: Yeah. Okay. You can. Yeah.
3: Um. Yeah. Like, I think that most. I was going to say everyone, and I realise that's not the case. A lot of people would <laughs> don't want their football clubs to be owned by. Uh, murderous dictators,
1: right? Or... a lot of people aren't bothered though.
3: Yeah. But where I just think that where where not where does it end? Because that suggests that I'm okay with with this. But there are lots of things that there are lots of problems we have there in football, right? With these sort of sort of things, I've mentioned them them before, right? With as much as you can be uh, owned by some sort of owned by a Gulf state and being using and be funded by them and all the things that go with that. There are plenty of other football clubs that get their sponsorship from African bookmakers or <clears throat> banks laundering money for terrorists or like, there's a lot of dodgy money in football.
1: Yeah, Emma, what do you have in uh, Spain? Is there, is there a, um, a clause for morality? No. <laughs> no, there
2: isn't. Um, most our clubs, are, most of our big clubs, are indifferently differently to what is in England anyway. And the ones, such as Malaga, which have been taken over by rich, independently wealthy business people, have gone south very fast.
3: Do you, do you hear the the tone of superiority there? As you said about Malaga.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I I say that like our former president wasn't in jail for tax
3: evasion
2: and embezzlement.
3: Yeah, I mean, you can have all these great things you want, but look at that. Like, as as Emma puts it, Barcelona president in jail. What happened to Bayern Munich's president? Jail. Yeah. Like
1: Mascherano and Leno Messi in their taxes. Mm-hmm.
3: The former Atletico president.
0: Messian yeah.
1: taxpayer.
2: Exactly. So. I don't think there's ever going to (laughs) be there's never going to be a good way to weed out the good from the bad No, but making sure that Saudi Arabia can't buy a football club is probably a good idea
1: yeah, no, I agree. Um, Where else we got? Oh, Fulham are back in the Premier League. They beat Brentford 2-1 uh, on aggregate after extra time. A couple of things from this. The uh, Joe Bryan free kick from 40 yards, which caught um, David uh, Raya out in the Brentford goal. Um, and also some housery from the uh, Fulham goalkeeper as he went down with cramp and also tried to keep the ball off of the Brentford team after they scored in the 124th minute or whenever it was. Um, I wanted Brentford... <laughs> The, the the former of those things should never be allowed to happen ever. The latter,
3: <laughs> everyone loves to see. Oh
1: yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> when in a um when in a commentator says nobody likes to see that sort of thing, well, that's definitely the sort we of thing. Did. <laughs> yeah. We all
3: We all It's a code, and the yeah. answer. Is... <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's exactly you want. I wanted Brentford to go up because they've never been up before.
2: Are they going to be okay with them building their Chinese? Friends, banking new ground, like financially. It's,
0: it's, so it's already done. They're moving into it, and
2: because I know they well, spent it's... a lot of money on players as well, right? To get prom- try and get promoted, are they owned by an independently wealthy person?
3: Emma, this is the championship where, on average, clubs spend one hundred and seven percent of their revenue on wages anyway. <laughs>
2: Remind so me for- to show you Barcelona's wage bill.
3: There is nothing to say. I saw that. About that. I saw that the Stop other day. i to bring
2: actually. everything back to Barcelona. <laughs> I
0: will. Not. No, if anyone gets to look at the Barcelona wages, it's a very
1: eye opener. Went full of your local team anyway when you were living over here. They were. Yeah, so you're pleased they were for
2: them. Ten minutes away, so yeah, I'm very happy that they've got
0: them. Did you have a gentle stroll down the Thames to the Craven College?
2: No, I never got to go.
1: It's not gentle, it's windy.
2: <laughs> yeah, it can be thoroughly
1: unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nigel Farage has lost his shit at Liverpool Football Club. Uh, who'd like to hear how and run the risk oh. of possibly agreeing with him, Adam? <laughs> this is upsetting me already. <laughs> it's not easy. Is it to do with immigrants? It is. Shocking. So uh, he is upset that a charity has uh, taken some... Um, asylum seekers to a well I think, really, I think they're putting them up or put them in a four star hotel in Hoylake which is quite a nice part of the Wirral uh, and as part of their stay um, it was organised with Liverpool Football Club that uh, these asylum seekers would get a tour of um, Anfield and get sort of go in the changing rooms and sort of touch that this is Anfield signing on the pitch and all this sort of stuff Uh, Nigel Farage is outraged he says basically these people are then going to send selfies of themselves back to their families and encourage more people to come over on dinghies and get stay in a four star hotel and visit Premier League grounds and maybe even end up playing for uh, a Premier League football team Um, he said Premiership uh, rather than Premier League it's not in Liverpool it's in the Wirral which is any Liverpool person or Wirral person will tell you isn't the same place um, Adam you normally hate on all things Liverpool this must be fun for you I'm going to really quite strongly try <laughs> and separate the two things <laughs> Nigel Farage hates Liverpool is this
3: the same guy is this the same hotel where he did that, tried to do the whole sting where he was like Recording himself turning up. No, that was I, in Birmingham. I tried to book a room in this four-star <laughs> hotel, and they just happened to have given all the rooms up to him. And... No, I think that was in Birmingham. Okay, is, is, he, is he just going from hotel to hotel? <laughs> as
1: long as they're four stars. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he needs to try a, like a something just a star lower, a travel tavern, perhaps.
1: <laughs> no, he wasn't. He was showing this on Facebook. He wasn't trying to book his way in there. He was sort of
3: okay. He's... So if he went to a travel tavern, it would have its own. Own trouser press. Yeah, take his own plate. It wouldn't wouldn't charge him if he took it apart and couldn't put it back together again. No, no. Um, chocolate yogurt sex. <laughs> there's a way to manoeuvre it so you can watch the TV from the bar. Exactly. And then he could stop annoying everyone. Why doesn't he just do that? <laughs> so um, do you MP agree with
1: distance between wherever he wants to not be an MP in, in London? So do you do you agree with Nigel Farage or Liverpool Football Club on this? there's <laughs> cogs worrying if you look at this screen yeah, they're not, they're not
3: whirring it's just me trying to find the ability to say the words <laughs> do
2: you want me to say it for you no no,
1: no 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 <laughs> <laughs> I want him to say it
3: <laughs>
1: this is, this
3: is, that's just ridiculousness from, on his part completely
1: so you agree with Liverpool Football Club yeah Hey, there we go um Arsenal have made 55 scouts and scouting staff redundant on Wednesday and Thursday of this week. That includes um, uh, Francis Kajigau who uh, unearthed uh, Cesar Fabregas, Hector Bellerin, and uh, Gabriel Martinelli in his 24-year career. Um, they said We're it was by unearthed. Do
3: you mean stole from Barcelona? <laughs> <laughs> and stole from Brazil.
1: Uh, he he was in a um, sort of basketball court in Barcelona, this dusty court in the sort of mid nineties, and he saw this young boy that looked a bit like him from the Wundi Years, and he sort of <laughs> s- saw him and saw saw this little potential and whisked him away before he could be spotted by anybody else. Um, yeah, so they're looking to move... This is to save money, apparently, uh, and use this money towards um, transfer fees. Apparently, they're looking towards a more agent-led model of recruitment. Um, Keir Drab- Keir, Drab- God, Jesus, Keir Drab- Jesus, wow. That's
2: a horrible
1: phrase. It is, isn't it? Specific, specific agent
3: in mind, though? Yeah,
1: Keir, Keir Drabchun <laughs> is a man with a lot of influence. Uh, he's friends with technical director Edu, um, and his clients include David Luiz, Cedric Suarez. Um, is, he, is he friends with Edu, or is he Edu's agent? Uh, friends, it said on the Guardian. I saw. He's also the. Um, I believe also... he might also be Edu's agent. <laughs> he's also the agent for William and uh, Felipe Caccino as well. Um, Arsenal want to reinvest this money in transfers. Oh Players. Let me, are, are... Let, me just, let me just read BBC Gossip column.
3: <laughs> let me see if I can see any, <laughs> any, anything in there that resembles gossip around Arsenal. Oh, let me just please have please, a. Hold on. Oh. Hold on
1: while you're looking I was going to say players feel a bit duped over this because they took a 12.5% wage deferral and do you remember when Mr Ozil was criticised for not doing
3: oh yeah <laughs> hold on story number three Barcelona winger Philip Coutinho's possible move to <laughs> Arsenal was in advanced stage <laughs> oh story number four Arsenal have made a three year contract offer to Brazilian
1: winger William <laughs> mm. <laughs> this doesn't seem the least bit dodgy does it
2: can I say that I felt a bit sorry for Mr Ozil
1: in the, what, this whole scenario?
2: Yeah, because they used him as, like, an example, like... Man I just And play... I felt a bit sorry for him.
1: Yeah. And it looks like he's probably got his head screwed on properly in all this. But, yeah, the players aren't very happy at all that um, they feel a bit duped by the hierarchy into accepting a wage deferral and then staff are still being made redundant.
3: Apart from... Abba Yang, who's about to sign a new contract with an extra hundred grand a week on it,
1: right? Yeah, he doesn't feel so bad. No, (laughs) twelve and a half percent deferral of two hundred thousand pounds a week isn't as bad as twelve and a half percent of one hundred thousand. Yeah. So he's still taking a hit.
3: (laughs) If anything, if anything, his deferral has got bigger.
1: Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) He's taking more of a hit than anybody
3: else.
1: Yeah. Um, It doesn't smell very nice, does it, Scott?
0: no um, you have to feel sorry for the 55 people who lost their jobs it's their Um it's their
1: bread money isn't it one was Brian McDermott former Leeds manager
0: yeah I saw that and he hasn't been in management since Reading has he or is it Leeds? Leeds
1: Leeds 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 2016
0: yeah um, I, I forgot where he was
1: <laughs> well he's nowhere now <laughs>
0: until, I, until I heard where available. he available yeah yeah he's available we'd we'll say FRA free agent <laughs> Um, no, it it yeah. does stink, and it's very in poor taste.
1: Lots of people with uh, Arsenal players in their bios uh, were defending this on Twitter. Shock. Yeah.
2: And uh, what were they? What? What reason were they using to defend it? Uh,
1: why would you keep these players? On, uh, uh, these staff obviously weren't needed. That's why they've been made redundant. Um, it makes sound business sense to get rid of people that aren't required. Um, that sort of thing
0: don't yeah why don't they just put themselves in people the people who got released their shoes how do you think they feel at the moment
1: Wow well, exactly but I think it's like the old Twitter thing of you defend your team no matter what yeah
3: if if there wasn't a wage deferral, though from the players would this be such a big deal if you're restructuring... like because I can kind of get the argument of you're restructuring your... You've got to... You get rid of these people eventually, right? Sort mm. of.
2: I would also say the timing's not great.
3: Yeah. that. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's the, the timing isn't great when you've just asked players to take wage deferrals and other companies are making people redundant yeah. left, right, centre at the same time.
2: And... They just won a prestigious trophy which will come with prize money and qualified for the Europa League which will come with
1: prize money. But with uh, is putting all your eggs in one agent basket a good idea though for your recruitment? I didn't, two two very different points. No, I'm not <laughs> saying
3: I'm not saying this is a great idea, carry on with it. But if that is the strategy you're leading
1: hmm. It works for wolves though, right?
0: That was that was my point,
2: yeah. It works for
0: a lot well for wolves.
1: It's true true it does but then if that agent decides to sort of take his business elsewhere you're screwed aren't you
3: but is the is the benefit not that you're if you're arsenal you're probably very unlikely to have a bigger club operate in the way that you're choosing to do that because bigger clubs don't tend to operate with one agent running the show like this but I mean, Arsenal are probably the biggest example of this ever happening.
1: David Luiz, Cedric Suarez aren't the most high-profile of signings. If they weren't so tied in with Keir girabatian could they have got someone better? Maybe. And what happens if Edu loses? Uh, Edu changes jobs? Does Girabatian go with him? Or it seems a bit like all your no, eggs Jirabjian, in one basket.
3: Jirabjian, 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 Jirabjian appoints his replacement. <laughs> and, okay. And no one blames Keir girabatian
1: Fair enough. Okay, um, but yeah, I mean, it does seem a bit all your eggs in one basket. You know, if you miss, if, if an agent has got a better player elsewhere, but you're not using him because you're using Girabian instead.
3: Right. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to Fernando Torres. I'm um, not Fernando Torres uh, for um, Carlos Tevez being their um, director of football in a couple of years' time. Javier Mascarano,
0: uh, their new
1: manager. Scout.
2: If they take Felipe Coutinho. I think it's a magnificent idea. <laughs>
1: Fair enough.
0: Uh, uh, Nine million pounds. And then Gwen Doozy goes to Barcelona for eighty five million.
1: <laughs> I love that accounting. <laughs> um some transfers then. Um Norwich want twenty million, not the ten million that Liverpool are offering for Jamal Lewis. Um Jaden Sancho, who is younger than my bin, um <laughs> is <laughs> is he going to manchester united or not i think united have pulled out haven't they or is everyone um, playing hardball i was choked that <laughs> sorry is everyone playing hardball and united are going to end up paying top price like they did with harry maguire
3: you know uh, they are uh, everyone's just playing yeah playing games at the moment yeah the fact they just they've just they've just made all the space they needed by getting rid of um alexis sanchez on yeah. a free to to Inter Milan and apparently saving themselves forty million pounds in
1: wages. I think it was Richard Jolly that worked out every time that um, Alexis uh, Alexis Sanchez kicked a ball for Manchester United, it cost them twenty eight uh, point eight thousand pounds.
3: <laughs> okay, but that doesn't take into account all the times he played piano, so not all wasted. <laughs> no.
1: Uh, well, some definite transfers this week. Um, yeah, like you say, uh, Alexis Sanchez gone to Inter. Uh, Ardi Cherania is no longer a Barcelona player; he's gone to Galatasaray.
2: Finally.
1: <laughs> how long has he been there for on loan?
2: Too long. He's been threatened with jail at that time.
1: <laughs> uh, Nathan Aki has gone to Manchester City for £41 million. Pounds, um, on a uh, pod- £40 million pounds that may potentially rise to forty-one. <laughs> million. Um, Extraordinary amount of money. Someone, well, someone on a podcast today did say uh, how much would it be worth if he was right-footed, not left-footed. I think there's a there's a left footed premium here, isn't there?
3: sure, but he is left footed.
1: Yes, but if he was right footed, would it have been sort of thirty or twenty five or something? Right,
3: but okay.
1: <laughs> kind of counterfactual, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh Ferran Torres is a Manchester City player as well for twenty four million and finally uh, Scott...
2: Seen seen Tw- the clauses that they put into Ferran Torres's yeah. contract.
0: No. It's twenty it's twenty point seven five million up front.
3: What, what are the
0: they also
2: they also have to pay an extra million euros if he goes on to win the Ballon d'Or.
3: Oh, but that's quite that that's, that's become common. quite standard now. Yeah, he's
2: never gonna win the. Ballon
3: I believe there's a, <laughs> I believe there's a five million pound clause in the Anthony, Anthony Martial deal for the same thing.
1: Yeah,
2: same for, uh, same for same for Owen Doyle the as well. Ballon d'Or, is he?
0: Owen oh, Doris is the League 2 player now, so he's not, not Swindon's. Um, clause is in Salah and Alisson's. Sorry, Liverpool had, uh, had to give Champions League money, didn't they, for yes. Alisson and Salah yes. to Roma.
2: But Aram burned his bridges on his way out of volunteering as well.
0: Yeah, what happened? Did he have a massive falling out with Geoffrey Kondogbia? That's I saw a massive thread about that.
2: Yeah, day. and he, he said that um, the club captain Danny Barrejo, was a very bad captain, and they didn't talk to each right. other. And he wanted he would have stayed at Valencia if they'd have given him more money. And he wanted to be one of the captains. And basically said that he'd never talked to anybody, and they didn't talk to him. And he, do you remember in the Simpsons when Homer quit the power plant? and he literally burnt his bridge and played Mr. Burns' head like a bongo. Yes. Yeah.
3: Well, a in episode. I, I was going to go for another analogy with the did you have to salt the earth so nothing would ever grow again? <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's exactly what he did. Um, Daryl like... is, is a man who has a lot of ego. Uh, so got it the talent? interesting to see how we will fit in.
1: Has he got the talent to match to that ego? Yeah, he does. Okay.
2: Um isn't in that, in that regard
3: isn't the price quite surprisingly cheap. He had one yes. year left on his deal.
2: Yeah. Valentia didn't have a choice.
1: I just finished a Jonathan Wilson book about Barcelona and its legacy. Um at Manchester City will he have to drive a terribly bad car and not act too brash?
2: <laughs> You'll also get fined if he's le- a minute late. Yeah.
1: Um oh. and finally seems to have mentioned Roma a few times this uh, this pod Scott uh, Maxim Garns has gone from Roma to Granada for 3.6 million pounds you happy
0: yes and also we signed Pedro
1: oh that, that's official is it
0: yeah that's been done and he's going to be out for a little bit because of the horrible shoulder injury probably a fake up okay stretch it off
3: Nothing quite like signing a player with an arm in his leg. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Well
0: signing
1: up. arm as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. well, well maybe they all sign well. his plaster. Maybe that's what the contract's written yeah. on his plaster. Do so they sign it Melpool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, okay. If anyone's got any other business, that brings us to the end of our podcast, does it? Nope. Okay. No. Um, right, okay. We are uh, at Man in the Post on... Um, Instagram and Twitter uh, we have Matt Man post on uh, Facebook we can give us a like over there uh, you can subscribe to us on Acast and on Apple Podcast and on um, uh, Spotify and Stitcher and other places as well and uh, the podcasts are for automatically into your inbox Scott if they want to follow you how do they do that on Twitter? Uh, Scott and alright Adam if they want to follow you uh, Adam if they want to one Emma if they want to follow you they
2: don't but they, don't. they should follow you chris for all
1: those taylor swift gifts yeah. <laughs> that's
0: C- how did they do that that's C- uh, C- how, uh, how did i rate taylor swift in our whatsapp group
1: yeah anyway um <laughs> <laughs> that's at the C- etching 77 so right guys thank you ever so much cheers no worries and always remember to keep your man on the post